And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, where you find dope people that did dope stuff, proven success. Proven success, right? Proven. proven? Okay. The same. Hold on. You're not like a, um, a COVID success story, are you? Absolutely okay, not. Okay. I'll just double check it. No, no, no. There's a bunch of COVID millionaires out here, all right? So um, uh, I'm excited about this conversation because uh, you're involved in something that I've always been curious about because I have a bunch of people where... They talk about they're doing taxes, right? And I'm like, you? You doing taxes. And they make a whole bunch of money in a couple of months. And I'm like, this can't be. Y- you, dog? Like, you don't even count good. I know you ain't do good in math. And they just, they're like, they're, like, really running the bag up. But I think we're in a space of uh, just kind of, like, financial literacy as a people. But because we're, everybody's aware of financial literacy, um, everybody's teaching it, but not everybody can teach. So the fact that you've been doing what you do for 10 years, I'm very excited about this conversation. Me too. So, absolutely. So um, Ms. Courtney Rose, is that your real name? It's not. Yeah, I was about to, that name is way too cool. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, that's no. a stage name right there. Yes. Okay, how'd you come up with the name Courtney Rose? Sure. So um, back in the Bible days, people love names with meaning, and I like, you know, the beauty of a flower, but it has its thorns on the bottom. Mm. And I feel like that's been my life. It's beautiful, but it's been tough. So I just decided to throw the little rose on there at the end. I'm really Courtney Martin, but I go by Courtney Rose. I like, I can see that too. Cause you're like so sweet and humble, but I know it's some thorn. You got tattoos everywhere. And you speak so soft. I'm hood, but I'm good. I promise. I'm hood, <laughs> but I'm good. I like that. Okay. So Courtney Rose, how do you introduce yourself when people ask you, was Courtney Rose? How do you sure. Understand? So I am a financial coach. I teach people how to make six figures in four months. I've now had six figure months, so I can only teach it because I first done it. Um, I've been doing it for 10 years. And last year with COVID happening and me recognizing like, dang, Court, you're sitting on the couch and it's March and you're good for not just this year, but the next few years. Like you can't be on this couch comfortable knowing that people are uncomfortable so I literally took what I've done in my local community, teaching and raising a business owners and running them through my firm and actually digitized it all and put it in a course and said, hey, you got to get out of your comfort zone and you got to let the world know that you can teach them. You have the tools. Yes, you dropped out of college, but you have a CPA on your team. You have an infrastructure guy on your team. So me taking a bunch of experience along with the information, along with clients and basically packaging it and saying, hey, now I'm ready to teach other people out there in the world that don't know me locally that it's possible for them to be able to make six figures in four months. And where are you from? I'm from Stockton, California, but I live in like Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Okay, Mm -hmm. so six figures in four months. That is very attractive. That's a very attractive tag. Actually, that might be the... Would that be a good topic of this six figures in four months? Uh, 
So I'm, I'm guessing it's condensed in the tax season. Yeah, right? January through April is where all of it. Now we're having six-figure months. So I say six figures in four months, but now I'm having six-figure in one month. But basically, it's four months. So it's four months of going really hard, servicing people, servicing them really, really well. Because again, I've been invisible to the world. I've never did the social media stuff. Mm. I've always just serviced people and my clients, you know, shared who I am. Yeah. And so... What was your question? Here's the thing. So, so, so in the four month of tax season, right? What I'm starting to see is after tax season, people are so inspired and they start to get into it. So the smart people, one of my friends, after tax season, they say, yo, I'm going to start doing taxes. And in my mind, like, yo, you can't do taxes now. It's June. It's like, uh, like September, October. And they started studying and researching, taking, um, uh, taking classes and stuff. And then by the time tax season hit, they were ready to kind of run into that six figures in four months. Absolutely. So when is the right time to get started? Anytime. I feel like anytime because there's never a bad time to learn information that could be monumental. Um, So ideally, if you wanted to like, when I have students that want to start, just say, for instance, in January, I feel like now is the perfect time because you have six months to rev up to really master your information. It's not a whole bunch because the software is so smart nowadays. It does most of the work for you. As long as you can read, as long as you can write, as long as you can data enter information and you can ask questions, then you can basically do a tax return. What software? The tax software that us as professionals use. So the professional allows us to take information directly off a sheet of paper. What's your name? What's your social? What's your birth date? What amount did you make with your business? What amount did you make with your you know, with your w, with your job, you plug it into the computer, the system, you type it in, it takes less than three to five minutes. If you're really fast, I'm really big on speed. So then you're doing a return in all of just say, just say 10 minutes and that return, you get paid a few hundred dollars. So you're making hundreds of dollars a minute. Hold on, yo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you go, let's say it's like H&R Block or something like that, mm-hmm. right? So that's why they be hiring like people for ten dollars an hour or whatever. So pretty much, I go in there, they take my information, the the computer's asking what questions to ask. You put it in, and that it, it does everything for you. Dang. We are nothing more than a fancy clerical entry specialist that has information and knowledge about how the tax law works. So we're able to answer questions for our clients, but that's all that we're doing. Of course, when there's the complexities of like, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole, okay, if you're a business owner, if you're an S corp or a nonprofit, then that's when all the, you know, the intricacies come in, but then still it's, it's a basic formula. The business owner, they come in, they provide you their information. This is what I made. This is what I paid. The software replicates the sheet of paper. You input the information and those returns pay you hundreds of dollars. And I like for my clients to drop things off now because then I could have my assistant enter the information so that I'm just calling to close the deal. And I give them a great experience. I connect with them. I educate them. I empower them. And then, you know, it kind of goes on. That's how my dumb friends were making six figures. I knew it. I was like, yo, because bro, you ain't, I know you, you feel me? And it's pretty much just understanding the tax code, right? So the, the core of it, how the tax refunds are calculated is done 
automatically. Absolutely. So there's people out there that know their information and they understand the tax law because I'm a business owner first and then I do taxes second. Mm. So I had to have a set of understanding about business and then I had to learn taxes kind of as I worked mm-hmm. through it and reverse engineered the forms. But if you can literally, a 12-year-old could do a tax return because if they can read, they can write, they can type, then you're taking information off of a sheet and the systems are so savvy that they're doing, the system is doing all the work for you. So it tells you the amount after you put David Shan's name in there, David Shan's wife name, the kids, the address, your income total. Bam, it computes a number. Okay, this is our fee. Bam, you're paid in minutes. So Joe, it's we're a starting really a tax cool. company, bro. <laughs> right out of here. In that little room. Okay, that room right there, we run a tax business. Okay, I gotta I got go back. I gotta go back. I gotta go back in how you became this person because you're very impressive. Like even the way you talk, like we were talking, we having a conversation. You talk with so much assurity. It's like you're a quiet storm. You know what I mean? Because you're like, you're real respectful. You're like real soft-spoken kind of. But when you start talking about business and motivation and inspiration, you turn into a different person. So what were you doing before taxes? Sure. So I've had one like real job in life. I don't know if it was a real job. Um, My mom was real successful and then she lost everything in the real estate market. And Mm. when that happened, I seen her lose everything, you know, and it was like something internal for me clicked because she was paying for college. So I dropped out and a guy said- Hold on. So she was getting she was getting to the bag, putting you through college, mm-hmm. but then the money ran out and you had to- Drop out. Drop out. And be there for her emotionally. Because, you know, when you lose stuff, sometimes you lose yourself too. Oh, wow. And so um, a guy said, hey, I see something special in you. Like, I want you to work with me. What guy? So it was a guy that I went to get my taxes done by this little- this little guy. Mm. And I said, okay, bet. So he, it was, was my he job. Was he trying to shoot a shot? Was he trying to no, get down? No, he or? was an older guy. Uh, I, yeah, know. he ended up not paying me too. So oh. <laughs> it wasn't a good ending. So I just called him the little guy that, that, that was the tuition that I paid mm. for learning. But anyways, yeah, so. Good mindset. Um, so yeah, I learned the industry by working with him. So I went to school for accounting, got those two years, and then. I had this fire in me that eventually I knew that I wanted to be able to, you know, be a business owner, be Mm -hmm. able to get the most out of life. Then when he gave me the opportunity to work into his office um, and then he not paid me, it was like, okay, that's cool. But you, you introduced, you introduced me to an industry and you can't, you can't take back that knowledge. And so Mm. I, since that, that year, I literally just hit the gas and I have never let up. 2000 what? what that was 2000, it's 2021, so 2011. 2011, it was, gotcha. Yep, and then 2012 is when I like cashed out my 401k, opened my company. Hold on, what 401k? Where'd you work at? I worked at a little company called City. That was my first full job. So when I went and got my taxes done by him, I had a little W-2, but like 30,000 on there. Oh, so you made 30000 a year? Yeah, I made 30000 a year. And then, granted, so then I went and get my, got my taxes done by him. And so we're just having conversation. Gotcha. And by us having conversation, he's like, man, I, you know, I see something in you. I want you to work with me. So I ended up working with him. And okay. then basically he didn't end up, he paid me once and then he didn't pay me for all the other clients. But so this, this job that you were working at, how long were you at the job? Oh, I was there for, so that was like 2007. So I was there for five years. Five years, gotcha. Yeah, but I was making not a lot of money because I'm a college dropout. Right. You know what I mean? I'm in Texas, so I didn't have any work experience because I was a spoiled little college. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, kid? Because you so had the bag growing up. Yeah, it was just different. Yeah. Yeah, for a period of time. So, yeah. So back to your mother. What? So it? she lost everything. Mm-hmm. How did she proceed? What did, what, what did she end up doing? So... For a while, I had to carry the weight. 
all these years. On your job of 30,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's different. Yep. That's humbling. Yep. And I, and, I, and I continue to carry the weight. And that's what pushed me to just go hard and find a way to succeed in this industry. Because it was like, it's one thing to know information and know that you can make money, but it's something totally different to to not believe in yourself anymore and not be able to allow your information to be able to produce the lifestyle that you know it could produce. Mm. So I had to just grind and fight and build and build over those years. Um, and so I I kind of carried the weight for her, you know, gotcha. for the past dot, dot, dot. What is she doing now? She's she's doing real estate and this fire in me, I feel like it's not ignited something back in her. Like, hey, wow. you know what I mean? And that was really like my mantra. It's like, okay, court, mom gave you this, but mom gave you this, but now you got to remind mom that this is in her, you yeah. know? So I have like this fire in me, like, listen, it's too many good people out here that work really, really hard mm-hmm. and their business never gets out there to the world because they're invisible. That's they funny. don't get to do anything like this and make themselves known because we're so in the trend. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. ...of working hard and servicing people well that nobody ever really gets to know our name. So we're working really hard our whole life and we're working forever. Right. You know what right. I mean? For sure. So, for sure. yeah. So you, you jump into the tax business, you cash out your 401k. It was not a lot it in It couldn't there. have been much. Yeah. <laughs> but that... 2011, you you start working with this guy. You have this idea. The very next year, you quit your job. Mm-hmm. How much did it start? How much did it cost to start the business? Sure. So my 401k hit like seven thousand, and I think after taxes, they gave us like well, they gave me like five thousand. So I went right in with like I knew that I wanted to have a team. So my first year in business, I hired, I trained, I yeah, recruited. Yeah, break down the five thousand dollars because I'm guessing you sure. Wrote 5, so 000. it was a commercial storefront. So um, it was in a brand new shopping. 
like little community. Yeah. So we had to do a build out. So we had to put tile in. We had to put up walls because I wanted like a reception area and then individual offices. Mm-hmm. I did some bartering of services. So um, I had a family friend that knew that was a builder. So I was like, listen, I can't afford to pay you, but I'll help you put up the sheetrock. Like I'll help you. So basically with that 5,000, we were able to put the tile down. We were able to, um, you know, pay to like for the materials for our sheetrock, you mm-hmm. know, so we can be able to have offices. Sure. And then we went to Ikea and got like, you know, the little desk with the screw on legs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we made it work. So were you doing the taxes before you quit your job? That year with that guy, yes. after I got the information, I had that experience. Then I was like, oh, okay. I just immediately, once the season ended with him and he not paid me, I began to formulate my plan. Mm. Like, okay, cool. Like, now you have this information. How are we going to put ourselves in position? Okay, we got to formulate this plan because you have what it takes now. He gave you That was your tuition. So don't Mm. be mad. Don't be angry. Don't be sad. Don't be bitter. And don't replay this story. You know, just Don't replay this story. What do you mean? Like, don't, you know, sometimes we go through stuff in life and we're just, we replay the story. You know what I mean? Like, I I work with this guy and he didn't pay me. And we're still selling that same story. And it's been five years now. Get up, keep it moving. I think because people like, when you tell the story, people feel bad for you. And we like the feeling of people feeling bad for us. It feels good. So we hold on to it, right? Mm-hmm. But you're like, yo, I got to let this go. Yeah. It ha- What happened, happened. Yeah. And when you... F- so, we- okay, well, I-, I need to know the month. Because I want to know, like, how somebody can actually... Well, how me and Jovan, we can start this tax business. <laughs> All right. So you get the information. And then tax season is over, what? October? April? April? Technically, it's over April. It's but over I mean, you April. could you could process clients all the way till October. So okay. I do have clients that I process till then. Gotcha. But when April gets here, then I'm not going to the office. Every oh, people that's late every year like me. Okay, you file an extension for me. Okay, all right. So so you you end working with him in April, May, April ish. April. <clears throat> okay. And then what do you do in May? Do you quit your job in May? Oh no! I, so that was. So, if I were to, like, quote the money, I'd be totally, yeah, I'd be totally, like, guessing. But I feel like I still have that check of when I cashed out. I feel like it was, like, June or July. So, June, a couple months, you keep your job, then Mm -hmm. you leave. Then I leave. I wouldn't have done that. Why? Because tax season don't start until January. I'd have kept the check until January. Yeah. I don't know if I have that level of belief, honestly. Yeah. You just quit and say, yo, I'm going all in, even though nobody needs your taxes done right now. And you've never even done it on your own. This is what I've done. Let me say what I've done, okay? I would have probably waited till January. I'd have launched my business in January. I'd have done refunds in and around my job, fill it out, get my customers up between January and April, and then maybe quit next December when I'm ready. Why didn't you do that? I guess I'm just not wired that way. Like, once I decide that I'm going to do something, nothing or no one can stop me. And so, granted, I was really young, too. I was in my 20s. So it was kind of like that. I've always had this, like, reckless, blind faith. It's like, if I do something, God be with me. I'm about to do it. Talking spicy. You know? And so— <laughs> <laughs> I like this and so And so that was my mentality. It was like, oh, what if it doesn't work? It's how is it going to work? This is what I'm doing. What is it going to take for it to work? Like, I didn't even think like, oh, I'm going to figure it out. Like, I didn't, honestly, those thoughts never crossed my mind. You're a different breed. You're a different breed. 
June. So you quit. Your, what did you do after you quit your job? I'm trying to like, I'm trying to get prepared mentally for this bridge between June and January. First client. Were you ever making money? Were you making money in between there somehow? Sure. So um, I've, I like to clean and organize. If I could be a janitor, like that would be my dream job. Because I love organizing and I love like physical labor. So when the off season happened, then I was just getting things prepared, formulating my plan. I would go to Barnes and Noble every single day, and I would sit in Barnes and Nobles and read books and mm. write out my business plan until they closed. You know, just right now, things I could learn. I knew that I was taking on a team. I never had recruited people. I'm 20 something years old. I don't know how to recruit. I don't know how to train. I have to be able to present them with information to be able to train them and you know help them connect with why are you even doing this. So then I just kind of begin to formulate this plan of like, okay, like, this is what you're going to do, Court. You're going to, you know, I would throw E.T. on, you know, Eric Thomas and have them listening to that. I have them write out their whys. And then I would have them, you know, like, basically, now we're going to learn tax principles. You know, now we're going to do mock scenarios. So then I just begin to, like, formulate things like I had already done it before. Now that I'm thinking this through with you, that's kind of just how I moved with it. Dang. All right. So you're preparing, you're preparing, you're preparing, and you're waiting for January to hit. Day one, do you remember the launch, like the grand opening? I don't. No? Mm-mm. Do you remember? Okay. The first season, the first mm-hmm. tech I remember season. the first season. How'd it go? It went really good. Like, I think our first month, we did like 60K in like January. And we were like, yes. And I'm saying we, because I had a friend that I decided, hey, we're going to work together. You know, we're going to date too, because we're friends and we're building our business together. And Didn't work out? How many y'all dated? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is that person still doing taxes? Yes. Just a different firm? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I just knew when you said it. When you threw date in there, I was like, oh, this going to be all bad. <laughs> bad. Okay, so 60 grand. Our first, first month. month. He removed my name off the bank account because he's like, I don't trust you. We had never seen that kind of money. We were leaving, working jobs where we were making a little bit of money. Hold so, on, what was he doing? He worked at Bank of America, like, doing some little, like, collection customer service job, too. So y'all had 60000 Was that the—did y'all ride out the season together? Or? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, once he removed my name off the bank account— He removed it in January. He removed it at the beginning of the season. When y'all first got the bag. Yeah, right when, we be, right when we were, like, getting our first deposit. Yep. Mm. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. Money changes people, don't Money it? Money changes people, it does. Bro, you was just at the desk at Bank of America. Right, now you... right, yeah, yeah. Did you, so, okay. So he removed you from the bank account yep. in January, but y'all still partners. I said, I'm not leaving. Like, if I need to show you that I'm not going to do wrong, then that's fine, but I can't Also, oh, nothing happened to where he didn't trust you. He just. Yeah, he just had major trust issues, so he <clears throat> just didn't trust me. And, you know, people have their personal baggage, so just having trust issues and not, whole individual doing business, you know, just tons of issues. And so it was insecurities coming up. He was thinking I was going to take the money. I was going to cheat all this weird stuff. So it ended up being abuse. It ended up being my name off the Mm. bank account. It ended up being a lot of stuff. But I said, listen, I'm not stopping. Like I'm here to win. So if I need to prove whatever I need to prove to you, but I'm not walking out these doors until this season is over and we serviced our clients and we performed for our team. And so that's what I did. So y'all, how long were you together before January? We were friends for like two years. And then, so, and then that was the year where basically it was like snippet. Mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. Golly. So first month, 
60,000. Now he doesn't trust you. Did y'all, and y'all, y'all stayed working together that whole season. Oh, yeah. Were y'all still dating? No. I no. mean, it was just an unhealthy dynamic, so we were just tolerating. You know, that I didn't live together or nothing, right? Um, I would go over there pretty often because it kind of got like, he was like really controlling. So he wanted me to be around all the time because it was just all this. So I would have to like, you know, be on house arrest. Were you in love? I don't think I was in love. I was just young and I knew that I had a mission and it was to take care of my family and to prove to myself that it could. And so I didn't have any choice but to stay. You had a choice. You could just keep it business, right? But he was more controlling. Like. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like the business would have suffered if I would have allowed all that person, because it was a lot of- So you stayed for the business. I st- Yeah, because I had people riding on me for my business. I so was, there was no feelings attached to him. Oh, no. It was because I was taking care of my mom at the time and my family. You played the game. I mean, see what's going on. Yeah, right no. Here. I mean, it was it was traumatic. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying it really well right now. It was really tough. Mm. But I couldn't afford to not be able to take care of my family. It was too much riding on it. But you knew you were leaving after tax season. I knew that I was leaving the moment that I could get out. Mm. So whose name was on the lease? Both. All right. So sixty thousand first month. What did we do that first season? That first season, we did like, I want to say like 170. Like 170. Joe, you ready? Just start thinking of a name because we're doing One, taxes. Like 170. We'll 170. <laughs> For 170 in the first. So when you're telling year. people they can make six figures in four months, you're not telling them from even a level of, I'm going to teach you what I'm doing now. It's like your first season, yeah. you made six figures in four months. My first, because when I worked with the little guy that didn't pay me the first year, right, I seen just the income potential. So it was like, I see that a lot of people live off $30,000 a year. You could be able to make a fraction of that. If you're just, if you want to service people well, if you're not lazy and you're unafraid to talk to people. And back in the day, we, I took my team, we went to Walmart, we went to parking lots, we went and knocked on doors. That's why I wear these boots because it takes work to be a business owner. Mm. Social media has made it real nice and cool and cute. You always wear boots? When I go and like, when I do with certain things, it's a Mm. mentality, yeah, for me. Because it's like boots on the ground. That's what it, that's what it took to really build something, Court. Golly, I'm so impressed by you. All right, so first season, I okay, first tax season, make about 160, 170,000. 170. How much of that did y'all get to keep? So it turns out that he ended up like just deciding that he was going to give me living, living stipends. No. no, it was a form of control because he wanted me to stay. And so, yeah, how, so how much of that did you get? Maybe 30. No. I mean, I literally got, like, kibbles and bits. It was never like, hey. It was like, I'm like, I need my bills paid. Okay, well, meet me. I'll give you a check for $2,000. Mm, 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 mm. Have you written a book yet? I haven't. I would be so interested in, like, like you sitting down and, like, scribing out exactly what went, what went on, what you felt like, what that mindset was. So you made 30,000. Yo, even in a toxic situation, you made 30,000 in a tax season. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, so after this is done, you leave him in the business. And what do you do after that? Sure. Um, So it got really bad. And it was either I take, you know, it was one of us, we're going to have to go. 
And so me just being a little Jesus girl, God's like, Father, forgive him for he know not what he does. So I called him. At first I was fighting back and forth like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not removing my name off the lease. And um, I went to Minnesota for a while to get away. And then I come back and something just told me, like, just let him have everything. And so I called him and I was like, hey, you could, you know, call the landlord. You could tell him to remove my name off the lease. Like, he's like, what, what? I'm like, yeah, you could have everything. We had 13 computers. Just give me seven. You keep six. You can keep all the desks. You can keep everything in the office. Like, you can have it all. And he was just like, this is like, then he wasn't fighting me to try and keep the business anymore. And so I let him have everything. I left, you know, and I just said, all right, bet. I put myself in an internship. So I just surrounded myself with leaders that could pour into me, right, with with my church. And then I just, um, so then I was basically in a two-year internship at my church. I worked like 40 hours for free. And then I would get off and then I would basically like go and I would do my business and train my team. And I just started preparing for the next season. And then I just ended up having like a small office and, but I managed to bang it out. I have a really great team. My team has, you know, followed me and stuck with me. And so you left with just seven computers. Mm-hmm. He kept the building, kept six computers, kept everything, the building. Yeah. Everything. And all the furniture, you know, we ended up upgrading when we got some low money. For sure. Well, for he sure. did, you know, but yeah. Gotcha. So you wound up getting another building that next tax season? Mm-hmm. I ended up getting a building right by like the city that I was now living in mm-hmm. that was near the internship. So I like, one, two, three. Three little office spaces. Same city? Uh, across town. Across, okay, yeah. gotcha. It would be like what Georgia is to like another little town. You get it? Yeah. Yo, but that's dope though because it don't, it don't matter where you go, you can make this tax break. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you're registered with Internal Revenue, the government, so you can service all 50 states. That's that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember your first tax season revenue after that situation? I would be lying to you if I say I remember, but I know that I, I beat like the 170. I want to maybe think it was like 190. Like 190. All by yourself. Yeah. You got to it was me brand. and team. And it was me and a team though of ladies. Because mm-hmm. every year I've had a team, I've always felt like it would be wrong for me to just be out here grinding, getting this money, knowing that this industry changed my life. And I've always carried a team no matter the work and the weight that they brought with me. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like it's the rent that you pay for having a good life. You want to bless other people. It's the rent that you pay for having a good life. Dang, this is good. All right, so <laughs> let me ask you. At a, paying your team, let's say 190 right? What do you get to keep? Like, what's your percentage? Sure. So I used to be really generous. I was doing like 60, 40 splits where they would get 60. Mm-hmm. I would get 40. Now it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm only doing all the marketing yeah. and all that. Yeah, it's not happening anymore. So now it's, so then that was like 60, 40. Now it's more like 50, 50 or mm-hmm. 40, 60, 40, you know, 40 for them. But back then it was like, you know, they Are were you still doing, 60, were you 40. still doing your own tax? You were, were you still doing taxes as well or just the team doing? Oh yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm boots on the ground with them too. Gotcha. Yes. So do, let's just say 50, 50. They oh no, I was bringing in nine, I'd say about, because you know, I've learned that unless people have something really, really strong on the inside driving them, they could have the perfect opportunity and do nothing with it. And so um, I was bringing in, I'd say, 85% of the revenue. Mm. So most of that 190 as that, you know, example of a number, most of that you get to keep yourself anyway. Oh, yeah. And then the other you just split. Until I begin to bring on people that were like heavy hitters and that were going to do more and, you know, dot, dot, dot. Do you have any bad years over the last 10 years? I've 
I've had a bad year, but it's always been like with life experiences giving me like hard work. It's never been like, have I ever not hit my numbers? I've never not hit them because I feel like that's something I have control over. So if I have to stay up late, if I have to get creative with marketing, if I have to pay people to market, like that's something I have control over. So if that's something that I have control over, then I'm going to do whatever it takes. Like, there's no such thing. So I've had bad years because I've experienced like the nonsense of abuse and people not paying me and just going through life and family and, you know what I'm saying? All the stuff that I had to carry with me during these months. But like a bad year, like numerically, never. <laughs> no, it don't work like that taxes, huh? Taxes, no bad year numerically. This is lit. You're amazing. You're like an outlier. Like, you're, you're just so, like, you're so driven and you see the world differently. I want you to be my coach, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, you, you don't do coaching, right? Not just, you coach your tax clients. I do. So I do coaching, but I'm making a major shift now, right? Because I've recognized I've had a bunch of people on my team and I teach people how to make six figures in four months. Over the past years, I had a team and I recognized I had to vet my team a little bit more because if your why is not strong enough, there's not something driving you on the inside, then you'll just do, 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 do. You'll yeah. get, you know what I mean? You'll lax days through it. But anyways, um, so I yes. I find that in myself, honestly. How do you find that? Because I think it's something, I don't, I don't know if I'm... I don't know if I'm super driven and I don't know if there's a fire inside. I just, I just work and I do what I like to do, but I can go to a whole nother level if I had a strong enough why. And I have a why for, you know, what I do, you know, doing what I do. But how do you develop that? Because there's something in you that I believe if I had, I'd be a billionaire. How do you develop that? Um, I spend a lot of time with my thoughts. Um... So I feel like listening to your thoughts, it all, it's all a matter of your life experience. So let me just share with you a little bit about me. I was the girl that never thought that she was pretty enough, that didn't feel smart, that, um, that never thought that they could really have the good life, right? So when I had an opportunity to be able to prove myself, then that me being launched in that opportunity, you know, at that office with when I was working with, you know, with the guy that didn't pay me in the second, it was me proving something to the little girl that thought that she could never do anything, mm. be anything, or be anybody. So it's always being, it, it's always been like me proving that little girl that discouraged me along my journey, like wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so that just, and so now what moves me is like, I'm like, I got to go harder because I got to show other people that believe that it's not possible for them to have a good life, for them to conquer their body goals, for them to have, not have to live paycheck to paycheck. It's possible. So my vendetta is against the mind and the doubt and all the, all the distractions and the noise that we go through. So what fires me, it's like, what fires me is not money. It's like, I want to help other people know that it's possible mm -hmm. to have a good life. Like, it's possible if you do the work and in, if you're in the right environment. And, you know, and so when I, like, I don't know. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. I just you think you have a good life right now? I, I feel like I'm really grateful for life. And why I say that, because good life is not, for me, it's not just money. It's having, what is, what, what good is success or money, right? If, you know, if you're, if you don't have dominion over your desires, over your, you know, like just over the things that we're supposed to have dominion over. I don't think our desires should control us. I don't think that our emotions should control us. I don't think that our relationships should control us. I believe that we're called to have dominion over all facets of our life. And so because now I can actually say I go to the gym and I bust my butt at the gym. I train with, he trains Olympians. You know what I'm saying? Like I have Neo as a mentor. Like I, now because I have discipline, you know, I'm, you know, trying to honor God and wait until he sends my person. Like, because I'm really trying to have dominion, not even trying, because I'm, I have dominion over you know, the areas of my life that have conquered me for a time period. Now I can say, yes, I have a good life. You preaching. When did you re- Yes, we can clap. We can clap. We can clap. <laughs> Golly. When did you realize you were in control? Like, is it, I don't know if it was today you woke up and said, yo, I'm in control. It seems like you've had that. But it, over this 10-year journey of, like, the ups and downs, and it seems like you gave us two isolated situations that were, like, downs for you for sure, but... Even in the next eight years, I'm sure there, there's valleys and peaks everywhere, right? But when did you realize that I, I have a good life and I have dominion over everything that tried to kill me? Do you remember a, a, a moment That's or a, really a time good, period? Sure, sure, sure. Let me think that through. If I had to, like, relate it back to a time, I don't know that. I don't know that I, I could actually relate it back to a time, but I'm a really big fan of Genesis. In the beginning, God created. And if you just stop there, I've always looked at life like I get to create every facet of my life that I'm not happy with. So if I'm not happy with something, let me just create it. So mm-hmm. I feel like I've been on a journey to have a good life. Mm-hmm. So I could just, yeah. So I don't know how to answer that if I'm honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I've been getting out of that situation. You you were up for sure. Like, yo, I feel good. My first year, I matched it. I knew I could do it. But what gives you what gives you joy? Where's where's your joy come from? Or what makes you super happy? I love seeing people just defeat shit. <laughs> Sorry for saying that. I do. 
I love seeing people just do things that they, I love seeing people conquer the mind. Because mm. I've recognized the real battle is not out here. Mm. It's really in here. And so. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon, we put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. The support is appreciated, okay? Thank you so much. Now back to the episode. That's what gives me joy. Like, I've had a team forever, and I do more coaching, right, with talking to them about mentality, locking in, locking in. Hey, let's stop allowing distractions to be the reason why you don't get to your goal. Let's And so... I lost my train of thought. That's okay. Are you single now? I am. Do you think it's hard to date you, someone so driven? No, not no. anymore. I, I, I actually, I'm single, but I just became whole last year. Because see, my You're business- You're single, but you just became whole last year. Mm -hmm. What, what I mean by that, it's just because my business was my everything. You know what I'm saying? My business was my everything. So actually taking aside time, because when you're winning in this area of life and nobody can see these areas- and the world thinks you're a success. Mm -hmm. It's not until you get into something unhealthy. You, it's not until you get into something healthy and the healthy exposes the areas of improvement for yourself. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? 100%, 100%. So last year I experienced just a level of like, I got out of a relationship that was healthy because I was unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And I got to experience just wholeness with dating myself and learning how to love me and recognizing like court you have a lot to offer and it's not because now somebody's chose you like that little girl that thought nobody would ever choose her you're not really special because somebody chose you you're special because I made you I didn't know that I thought I was special because I'm out here winning I have a little you know we think we have some little stuff over here and so we feel like oh we're winning in life but I knew when I looked in the mirror I wasn't really happy with myself so I'm winning to the world but in the silence of my home, like... What weren't you happy with, though? Just bad decisions. I mean, I don't know how real I could be on this show. Real, but please. just, just like, somebody's going through it, right? Yeah. And nobody's going to talk about it. Yeah, bad decisions. Sleeping with men, having abortions. Mm. Like, so you see this woman that's successful, that owns real estate, that has a team of women behind her. She's helped other people do it. But you don't know how many bad decisions that I made that nobody ever seen. Mm. So I had a problem with that person. So wholeness came when I was just like, listen, I'm not playing games anymore over here. If it's not right, I'm not doing it, period. You know, so I feel like I conquered the other stuff, right? Some people have a difficulty, like winning in business. Winning in business was really easy for me. It didn't matter what I was going through. I know how to lock in and level up and not let up until I win. But conquering wholeness, conquering feeling good enough, feeling pretty, feeling valued, feeling like you have something to offer outside of your money to offer. You know what I mean? Wow. So I had to like deal with that little girl and that person and not allow her to be with me the rest of my life. And people think, oh, well, you don't have a man because you're, you're really successful. No, that's... 
you don't have a man because you haven't dealt with your wholeness. Mm. So if we can deal with that, so that's why I love this industry is because it allows me to work four months. And before I would work four months, then I would go like travel. I would go to like out of the country and like spend time with orphans or I would go volunteer mm. or I would just go do things where I needed to be in an environment where I could just be able to give back. You know what I mean? And just have my mind off of me and onto other people so I could have a higher perspective. Mm. Um, so like now I, now I, that's why I'm like, now I'm like, I'm living my best life because you know, it's just different now. Good, good, good. Did you do therapy or anything? With myself and with God and I mean, counseling, you know, mm. here and there, but I spend a lot of time with myself. I spend yeah. a lot of time, I believe in having, like, I am the most transparent person. Sometimes it's not so good. <laughs> um, but I have this, so I came up, I'm always coming up with these theories, right? So I came up with the glass house theory. And the glass house theory is this, like, what if the world, what if your house had no ceilings, everything was glass, 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 your clients could come over, your mom, your friends, they could come over, they could hear the conversations that you're having, they could see what you're doing. Like, would people, would the outside world see you as the same as the inside world? Or was there two different people? Ooh. And so when I began to, like, I, I came up with that theory, and I was just like, wow, my glass house theory, I'm failing it. Like, I got a problem with that because I'm doing stuff over here with these guys, but then you think Courtney's this really cool little great person over here. So then I had to start correcting stuff that, did, that I didn't want in the glass house. Like, nope, you're not sleeping with anybody, Court. You, nope, you're not doing this. Nope, you're not just going to be up here kicking it, whatever. You're not going to just be, you know, whatever the case may be, making bad decisions, you know? And oh, so I just started correcting thing. everything that nobody could see because, you know, people were glamorizing the, glamorizing the wrong things, which was the outside world. Mm. You know, and I'm just like, man, that's not success for me. Yeah, I, th I think that's a major key, man. I, 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 I teach a lot of my clients to um, think. And a part of it is obviously trying to figure out what am I going to do to, um, I have this particular goal. Like, let's sit down and think and figure out the goal. But in the process of sitting and thinking, I'm hoping that it creates a habit for some people to sit down with your phone face down on silent, because if it goes off, you're going to pick it up, but TV off and just spend time with you. Because I think a lot, we, we have the answers to all of our... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Questions. But we, don't, we never trust ourselves, so we just go ask somebody, hey, Dave, what do you think about this? Courtney, what do you think about this? And we've never sat down and thought about it. Sat there and thought. And once you realize you have the answers, it's really empowering, isn't it? It's so empowering. You nailed it. And I got to ask you, if somebody is going to shoot their shot, what kind of guy? I want a man that loves the Lord. Okay. Like, and I always say how a man loves God is how a man will love his wife. And a man's unfaithful with God. If he doesn't give God his time, his attention— and what makes me think that I'll be able to keep it? 
That's okay. Right. And I want somebody that that is unafraid to like go after what they believe in, mm-hmm. and that loves to serve people, and that likes to have fun. Because I'm really like I like to dance a lot, right. and I'm really a lot of fun. All right, that's that's the political answer. What the, what do y'all look like? Every <laughs> you want them tall? You want them? You want them thick a little bit? So if I'm honest with you, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Let's get right there. I kind of gave up on brothers. Really? Don't give up on us. Why? Why? I mean, you know, unless God works it out with my last guy, but just because. I never want to give up on, but then the see, the fighter in me is like, you never give up on anything, You don't give girl. up, especially not That's on not us. That's not who you are. But, you know, so basically. Why? You got to walk me through that. I mean, there's a couple of reasons. You know, because honestly, like, I love the fact that we live in a world where a man is supposed to provide, and that's cool, and I've never met one of those. A man has never bought me a bag or anything expensive outside of a watch one time, an Apple watch. I've never, but in general, I've just had my fair share of experiences with with our men and them Mm. not showing up. And, you know, and it's not fair. It's not fair. Yo, and here's the thing. I can't, here's the thing. I can't even be mad at it based on experience, because I know, man, uh, I understand. I understand. No, I was never that guy. Come on, brother. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, so, ah, I have you, okay, so the last person you dated was us, though, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, dang, so, so whatever, whoever that was turned you off from the whole race. No, 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 That's he was crazy. a great guy. That was a great person. I wasn't ready. So why are you giving up on my man? Why are you giving up on us? Because I had to go through a million to get to that one. <laughs> the law of numbers doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So is it? Is it? Do you like? Are you more attracted to white? Is it Asian? Is it? Oh no, it's I'm attracted Spanish? to black men. Of course, yeah. But I mean, but you're giving other races a shot. Oh yeah, for sure. And they're just nicer, they're kinder, they listen, they're more attentive. You know, like, my experiences were... They got some flaws, too. Of course, I, I, I don't know what they course. are. I'm not sure what they are, because I don't really have... Yeah. <laughs> of course they do, but it, just, it was just a different experience, all in all. And where do you live? In Dallas. Dallas? Mm-hmm. I would say come to Atlanta, but... Um, they're nice in Atlanta, but it's just too... It's, it's not enough of them. Yeah. And there's too many. I feel like it'll come to me. I, I recognize it like when you do your work, it's like I'm a magnet. And I feel like what's for me will come. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even in a rush. Gave up on us, y'all. You're not, you haven't given up. Not completely. Not completely. No, because the fighter in me doesn't ever give up. Right. But, you know, Courtney wants to give up. <laughs> The little girl, Courtney, she wants to give up for sure. I feel that. And it's probably a bunch of people in the comments that's going to feel that too. But then there's a bunch of people in the comments like, no, I'm not feeling it. So anyway. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no worries. But So you're open to people shooting a shot in the DM just to see what's happening? All right, we'll get to the taxes. Yeah. Okay, listen. <laughs> so you have a bunch of clients that um that have had success, but you've, you haven't been on a, like you're not like they're running ads and... Um, like the marketing and all that kind of stuff. It's just people that you knew say, hey, Court, teach me how to do this. And do you have success stories? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Give think me one. one of my highlights is my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she watched me from the beginning and she would come in and kind of ease her toes, you know, put mm-hmm. her toes in the whatever the water. And last, the past two years, she decided to bang it out. 
So we launched hers and um, she hit her six figures and it turned out she actually got really sick in February. So she made enough money. So that was last year, January to February, she banged it out. She was able to fund herself, totally paying for all of her doctor's expense, heal herself holistically in her home. And now she's like, wow, like they diagnosed her with cancers and all this stuff. Like, and she was able to learn information. She couldn't walk. She couldn't, I mean, it got, she went from being perfectly healthy, not, you know, overweight or anything. Well, we thought at least perfectly healthy to not being healthy. And to make a long story short, because of the success that she'd experienced the year before, and then now year two, she was able to not work from January, after making money from January to February, not work the rest of the year until now here, this year that we're in, pay for everything now she's basically funding herself to go to doctor school. Another lady named Angela, she quit her job at 39, worked for me for four years. She's launched her ta- tax company. Another lady named Rolanda. Um, so I have quite a few people that are out there that have done really well with working with me. But you have to be willing to offer excellence. That's really the key. Mm-hmm. People that just want to offer a tax return, that's exactly what you're going to get a dollar. you know. But when you really offer excellence, then... And that's what I really train my people on. It's a matter of how you deliver. It's not Offer what you deliver. Excellence. It's how you deliver. Yo, you are going to be big. I mean, you do well in business, but like your personality, it's so attractive. And I think the world is going to fall in love with you. With this being your, because um, you like you don't do a whole lot of um Personal branding and marketing and stuff like that. Do you do a lot of podcasts and stuff? No, this is my first one ever. Your first one. And she was super nervous. And when she found out y'all was staying, she was like, oh my gosh, are they staying here? I was like, what? Yeah. She said, oh my gosh. Well, make sure they're real quiet. I'm like, yo, what? Like, it's going to be fine. Comfortable, right? He's like, mm-hmm. it's family now. But I think you're going to be huge. Your mindset and your results and the fact that you truly want to help people that is very, very attractive. And I just think you're going to be huge. And I feel honored that you're on the podcast because I, I get to feel like, I feel like I expose you to the world first. And now everybody's going to be reaching at you. Like, yo, come on my podcast, all that kind of stuff. So yes, reach out to her. It's okay. <laughs> all right. So so um, who isn't right to start a tax firm? But you don't just do taxes though. Right. So what I found is people come to you for taxes because you're, you're letting them in. Like, you know, like once they let you in and do their taxes, you know, they're, they start sharing with you that their credit is not together, just so many other things. So then I find myself creating tools for my clients. Hey, you need to go through this money management course because it's not okay for you to make a bunch of money and not end up having any. So anyways, so tax preparation and accounting, that means like, say for instance, you're a business owner and you need to issue 1099s and my team would help you issue your 1099s, manage mm. your books, um, mm. credit repair. So I found a bunch of services. I recognized that a bunch of people were saying, hey, we need this. We need our credit done. And they started reaching out to us for everything. And so I was like, okay, I have to be able to find a way to be able to offer that to these people. And me with, with me having a level of information where I knew that I could, mm-hmm. then I said, okay, this is going to be something that I provide to my clients. Got you. And so, that's what you, I, I'm guessing that's what you do on the off season or do you do taxes year round pretty much? So, so if you, if you give the gas, you know, enough, what is it? Pressure. Mm-hmm. Then you could be, I'm, 
with, with tax season, you're absolutely good. If you want to just, you know, having those other sets of services like credit repair, it's something that seven out of 10 people need and it's year round, mm -hmm. you know, then that's something as well. Um, the accounting, often business owners don't have their books together. They are, things are in shambles. They need somebody to help them kind of get things organized. Because I know when I was a business owner starting out, I knew how to make a bunch of money, but I wasn't organized. The infrastructure that I've gotten along the years, I didn't have today in these past few years. So then we help business owners make a better decision. Man, you're paying X amount in taxes. Did you know if you were an S-corp, you would save 15.7% in taxes? You know Heck what I mean? Yeah, I just found that out. So then we basically start helping you with a framework of information so that you can be able to make better decisions. Hey, you're a single member LLC. You recognize that you're you're really not protected. Yeah. Some, you know, and so we set them, we give them information. They're like, okay, cool. Like, dang, I didn't know that. So like, okay, what do we, what can we do? Well, let's help you get set up. So we help them get their entity restructured. We help them understand it's not a good idea for you to have your business set up at your home. Because if you get an angry client, guess what they're going to come do? They can find you and your business is linked to your home. So they're knocking on your door. Mm -hmm. I'm here for David Shans. I need, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, we just help them with information and we equip them. So that those are some of the things. We found that people need information more than they need a service. So then we package that into our firm. Solid. Yo, can I, um, I, so I, I'm going to put your link in here. And uh, I got to ask though, I, and I don't know what your, what it is for the course, but can my friends have a discount? Of course. Okay. So is there a place to put in a promo code? Yes. So let's do social proof. Okay. Just set up social proof when this is over. Tim four. And I, I don't know, you create what the discount is, but uh, show my family some love because I think there's so many people that can relate to your story and would look looking for an opportunity, right? Like me and Joe. Right, Joe? Okay. Um, so, oh, I want to ask, anybody have any questions? Anybody got any questions while you're here? Okay. All right, if you think of one, just let me know, okay? So um, I have to do a, one, thank you. Thank you. You're so resilient. What is I, I want I like to make predictions on the podcast. And I want to know where you see yourself in the next five to ten years so that I can look back at this video and say, yo, I talked to Courtney five years ago and she said she was going to be doing this. Look, she's actually doing it. So what is your five to ten year prediction for yourself? Somebody told me you're gonna ask me that. Yeah. And First off, in, in your vision, who you see yourself married to? What, what color is he? <laughs> he's, he's a brown man. He's brown. Okay, he's not brown. Gonna give okay. up. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, so I would say having one of the largest movements of people. I would I would like to I would like to be the example to redefine success. So creating a movement of people that's like, hey, yeah, we're getting money and we're proud and we show that off however you show it off with your designer bags, your your nice cars, that's cool. But we're whole people and we're out of here helping. So I plan to create some sort of movement where basically people are not just winning. And I think that's why like my firm, I'm kind of rebranding things a little bit because I recognize that if you're just coming to make money, you're not going to stay. Because the level of pressure in which I'm going to ask you to perform for yourself so you can really get there is you're not just going to stay. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, so back to your question. Where do I see myself in five years? Creating a movement of people that are proud about ultimate success and not just the financial component. So it's a bunch of people that are winning 
like a bunch of amazing people that are sick. And they're like, man, you like this person, not because they make money, but because they're real, because they've dealt with their trauma. They're helping other people. Like they're impactful. That's what I want my financial firm to be. It's like, man, you meet those people, you talk to those people and they're different. Yeah. Mm. I believe you. And I want to be a part of the movement because I want to be whole, not just... Cut it out. I you are. Whole, Cut it out. And plus, she said when she closed her eyes, she sees her and a brown man. <laughs> well, it would be funny if in five years she's not brown. If you're looking at this like, yo, that, that's not me. I feel like I have to, um, I have to, I have to do a, a quick commercial, but I need you to close this out with something strong, okay? What does that mean? You just close this out with a word of wisdom. Oh, okay. Okay? But I got to do a quick commercial real quick. But first off, this was lit. This was a really, really good conversation. Really good for me, too, because you talking about your passion and your mindset sparked something inside of me today. I feel like a fire. Seeing you allows me to see what's not inside of me. And it sparked something there. So I want to say thank you. Thank you. Genuinely, thank you. So let me do a commercial real quick. Think of something thought-provoking to say, okay? I, I might struggle with that. I'm going to tell you uh, now. You'll be fine, okay. trust me. You've been giving us bars this whole episode. You'll be fine. All right, this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com. Themorningmeetup.com is the only organization that gathers every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurs. Did you know every morning we're on a call with between 300 and 400 entrepreneurs every single morning, Monday through Friday? I didn't. You talk about a movement of people like like growing together, that's exactly what we're doing. So every morning we have a, we have a book club. So um, every day we read a chapter and then the next morning we discuss the chapter that we read the night before, every single day, Monday through Friday. So we've literally read seven books this year and uh, we'll probably end up reading about 14 to 15 as a community of people from all across the country. So one, we learn about financial education. We learn about, uh, we're reading how to win friends and influence people. So we're learning like relationship, um, how to talk to people. People are networking with each other, doing little meetups. These, I, put the, I put the group together and they meeting up amongst themselves and they only invite me. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? I'm like, yeah, well, see, I need to start inviting me, okay? <laughs> I feel some type of way. But anyway, um, yes, so, and... Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. And because I'm so confident in this movement and uh, what people get out of this program, I let people try it for a dollar. So if they go to themorningmeetup.com, they don't need a promo code or anything like that. Um, they can try it out for a dollar for seven days to see if it's something that they're going to like. 
And if they like it, they can stay at $79 a month. If they don't, they can leave before the trial and no hard feelings. You didn't like it. I don't teach good. Whatever you didn't like <laughs> about the program. Okay. So, um, and also Patreon. Oh, I'm going I'm to ask some very specific questions about getting started in the tax business in our Patreon group. Because after we stop this, we have a Patreon group that like they invest and they really show love to the podcast. Are y'all on the Patreon? It's as low as five. It's those $5. I'll be in. I didn't 15. know about it. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm disappointed in y'all. Okay. <laughs> Just go to patreon.com forward slash David Never Sleeps. Come on. That's a fact. You did bring me some food. That's love. That's what's up. Y'all, y'all a couple say I'll have a joint account. It's all good. <laughs> but anyway, go to, uh, to the Patreon. The link is below. Oh, so Courtney, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was awesome. And you flew in from Texas to come to the show and bless these people. Thank you. You are a boss. So how can people uh, connect with... Oh, I'm going to have a link here below for people to, um, to uh, you know, check out your course. And we're going to do a promo code, Social Proof. So remind us of that, Joe, Social Proof. And, um, okay, tell them how they can find you. Sure. So you can go to myfinancialfirm.com and that's where you can check out all my digital courses, um, the course in which I'm talking with you about right now mm-hmm. and the mentorship component of it. And that's where you'll find it all. What happens though, if I invest and it doesn't work for me? Well, I only do things, you know, cause we live in the land of, this is the land of courses now. Just buy my course. For sure. Let's just be real. And um, I only, I want to connect with people that really want to get the most out of life. You know, so with my course, you know, depending on the level in which they buy in at, if you buy the actual course with the mentorship, it's 100% guarantee. Not only do you get mentorship with me, um, you're going to learn the information, but I give you a batch of clients because every one client turns into three clients if you service them while it's proven. I've never marketed. I've never Mm. paid for ads. I've never did any of this stuff. So I've done the real marketing and the real marketing is you know, servicing people really, really well. And if they don't get the results, then I'll give them their money back. Because I'm only going to put my name on something I truly believe in, or I'm not going to do it. I love this girl. I really, really love Courtney. You are just, you operate integrity, you're growing as a person, and I'm inspired. Okay, so myfinancialfirm.com, they got all your information, packages, things of that nature. And uh, how do they find you on social media? Sure. So my name on social media is at Coach Courtney Rose. That's it. Is it? Yeah. So sure. So my name on social media is (laughs) at Coach Courtney with no U. You know you ain't no marketer. I know. I told you. I struggle with this stuff. I'm just an organic. I like to work hard. I'll be a janitor. I'm telling you. Which I like about you. Let me sweep this place. All right. I'll do great with that. But Coach Coach Courtney with no U. C O R. T-N-E-Y, Rose, R-O-S-E. Yes, it is. Coach, C-O-A-C-H, Courtney, C-O-R-T-N-E-Y, yep. Rose. Yep. Yes, Coach Courtney Rose. Okay, you lit. You Thank lit. You. Okay, so, so um, make sure y'all follow Coach Courtney Rose. Okay, she's at, right now, she's at six, let me see this. You are at 6,500 followers. I'm saying you're at 6,500 followers right now because you're going to be at 650,000 soon because you lit and you're dope if you're on social media often are you i am okay I'm yeah. to be yes we're about yes, to turn yes. you we're about to turn you all the way up all right cool so again thank you so much um because there's somebody out here 
Uh, and I'd like you to kind of close us out with a word. There's somebody out here that um, they don't have that belief only because life has beat them up so much. They've been through so many traumatic situations, toxic relationships, and they just don't feel like they're enough. What would you say to this person? I would say to this person, I have another theory for them, but we'll get to that another time. It's the balloon we'll theory. We'll get to it on a Patreon. Yeah. But basically, let go of what you've been through and recognize that your life experiences is, is your college. It is, it's equipped you to be able to help more people. Now I have this fire on the inside. It's because of my life experiences. So let go of what's happened to you. To embrace now, literally, this is something that I do. But when I go through anything difficult, like last last week, I left the mastermind and somebody just quit on me. That I was really counting on on my team, and nobody ever quits on me. Nobody, because mm. um, I, you know, I communicate with my team. We work things through. We have conversation. We build. We we overcome. But anyways, when I go through difficult things, so. The person that's going through something that's tough and they're like all beat up by life. I used to get sad and cry or just be like, why did this happen? This breakup, this, the money, the troubles or whatever. I literally go like this. I'm getting stronger because I've recognized like pain. I'm not even joking. I've done this for like since 2011. So now it's like when any adverse situation comes my way, whether I'm in the gym or whether I'm going through something traumatic, I embrace it. And I don't allow it to defeat me. So just start embracing it, finding the lesson. Get to the lesson really, really fast because there's somebody else that you need to be able to give this lesson to. So my thing is, let me hurry up and work through this. Let me hurry up and get past my emotions. Let me hurry up and find the lesson so I can be able to administer somebody else's healing or give them the lesson. And then go rock out. Go all the way in. You get one life. And when it's over, you want to be able to say like, dang, I conquered this and this. And I never thought I could be consistent in the gym. And court, you're being consistent in the gym now too. Like, you know what I mean? So go all the way out with life. Go all the way out and go out and go all the way out for the right reasons. And you, and you, and you won't have any regrets. Can't close it out no better than that, man. Do me a favor. Go first, follow Gacordi, okay? But the second thing I need you to do is go get you some social proof. You can do what Court's doing, okay? You go get you some social proof. Go build something. But I need you to come back to your community and teach your community how you did it so that you can, like, lead this movement. It's the only way our community grows, all right? So make sure you follow Court, and we out here. I'll see y'all tax season. Make sure y'all holler at me. (laughs) (laughs) David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.